0: No Bull, powered by Earnhardt Auto Centers. For a premier destination near you, head to NoBull.com. Here's Chris, Crespin, and Simone.
1: And welcome into the Monday edition of No Bull with Chris, Crespin, and Simone. Super Bowl's behind us, Sean. No more football. In the future, at least for a little bit, you have the draft to look forward to in April. For you, I mean, this time of year, you're always looking forward to the draft, so this is not a new feeling uh, for you and, and your fan base. But listen, oh, that was that was a shot
0: there. I thought you were just talking about me as a football guy, but no, you're going, Mr. Yeah. Jets yeah. guy, is going full shot at the Raiders today. Uh, well, okay, let's hold on. Right. Let's do this real quick. Okay. I think
1: my team has played in an AFC Championship game more recently than your team, so I think I'm able to do this to you. <laughs> that that I, I would feel be... like I win. I feel like, I win this argument. It's a true statement, but I just don't know how much water it holds. Like, you know, how much zero. weight does it hold? It holds bring? zero yeah. water at all. So, <laughs> okay. So, with that being said, welcome into the program. Hope everyone had a had a fantastic weekend. The, the finish to the football season, um, the Super Bowl yesterday. Sean, listen, if you could just please hit the inner lead music because there's one thing in the lead on the show today.
0: That's it. Just one thing today. That's, uh, that's all we got. Do we even need the music? This is the one they're
1: talking about. Listen, I like to have the music in the background while we talk about our lead stories on the program. You're and talking about the, the Phoenix Suns
0: stri- getting another big win, and now they're fourth in the Western Conference. Is that what we're talking about in the lead? Big, big,
1: big win for the Suns over the over the Boston Celtics yesterday. Was a big win. Mm-hmm. They are now in fourth place in the Western Conference. None of what you said there was 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 inaccurate. But no, not where I was going in the lead. It was a pretty big football uh, game yesterday. The finale of the 2020-2021 season saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeat. The Kansas City Chiefs by a final score of 31-9. to 31-9. to 9. Not the score that I think any of us predicted. No touchdowns for the Kansas City Chiefs. I saw a meme, Sean, of a picture of, of the Chiefs' plane landing. It had a plane with the Chiefs on the side. And it said and the, the landing gear was hitting the hitting the ground. And the tweet said, this is the only touchdown the Chiefs had this week. And I thought, that's pretty good. That's some pretty good. That is pretty that's, good. That, that is that's pretty a, good yeah, content. Quality use um, of Twitter there. That's, that's, that's good stuff. I think shocking is the the way the word I would use to describe this. Tampa winning the game, not shocking, doing it in the way that they did, I think is the shocking part. This came down to the banged up offensive line and the reworked offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs where they have guys not playing their actual position and Mahomes clearly battling something with his foot, that turf toe injury, he was not 100%. You combine those two things, Todd Bowles called a great defensive game plan. And from the word go, Sean, the Chiefs really couldn't get anything going offensively. It wasn't like Tampa ran away with this, but just in the early going, the Chiefs couldn't get anything started. The Bucks took advantage. They had a stretch of four or five drives in which they scored a touchdown. The one that they didn't score on was stopped at the one. So they had—they were able to move up the field. That's kind of all she wrote by the time the third quarter rolled around and. We're talking about Tom Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl. Seven of them. He's won seven Super Bowls. That's more than any other singular franchise in NFL history has. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I'm
0: I'm I'm without words for that one. Uh, you know, listen, you're not wrong. That stretch there was the last drive of the first quarter. They uh, they they score a touchdown. Then they have the first the turn- Tom Brady
1: touchdown in the first quarter of
0: a Super Bowl. It was. And then they have the turnover on downs, right? But that was followed up by another touchdown, then another touchdown, then another touchdown, then a field goal. I mean, the ball game was over at that point. And the Kansas City Chiefs, the, their biggest issue were those tackles. They got worked, absolutely worked. I mean, I haven't watched the, the and I will, because I have a sickness, but. I'll watch the all twenty-two film just to just to take a look at it, just to see. Well, I think I think but you'll see was, a lot of what those you saw yesterday just got destroyed, man. You know, and, and I was I was texting you. I think I texted you early. I was texting a few people uh, throughout the game, but early it also felt like the Kansas City Chiefs were tight. This is a football team that's always happy-go-lucky, very loose, very. Playing in the backyard kind of feel to it, and they Didn't felt that tight from the get go. Yeah. You could see it in their faces. You could see it on the sideline. You, could, you know, and then you have the the team kind of imploding on itself after the handful of penalties that led to the. I think there was the third touchdown there, and Honey Badger kind of losing his stuff on the sideline. Uh, here's the other thing. I love the way Tyron Matthew plays the game of football. Always have. Love the energy. Love the his his, his mindset on the field. Don't poke the bear. Don't. Don't poke the bear. Don't poke Tom Brady. Don't don't do it. Just no one's learned. Don't no one has learned. Do it. Like there's, there, just don't. And, he, and did, he did, and it didn't turn out so well. And I got to tell all. you this. Usually, I'm never for somebody getting a um, getting a personal foul. No, no, no. Anthony Winfield Jr. A standing ovation. Standing. Dude, after,
1: after what Tyreek did in week 12, week yes. two, when he did the piece and did the backflip or the yes. front flip into the end zone, deserved. Absolutely. I'm with, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't ever cheer for that. But Tony Romo, not the place to come out and say, I don't condone that. Uh-uh. Antoine yes. Winfield, you give him the peace sign because you, you just want a championship, man. You do whatever you want in that spot. My first reaction was, come on, don't be a jackass. No. And
0: then I saw who it was, though, and what he was doing, and I went – Wow. If there's ever trolling on the field that cost your team fifteen yards, that was that's the moment. Worth it. First the and moment. foremost, yeah. the ball had already been turned over on downs. It was a post play penalty, so that's fine. But you're right, the way Tyree Hill went for 200 plus yards in the first quarter, and burned Winfield Jr. and gave him the, his signature deuces sign on the way yeah, to the deuces. end zone before flipping in front of his in front of his you know, doing a front flip in front of his face. Yeah, if you're on the biggest stage of the sport at that point and you get an opportunity to shut him down on fourth down. Deuces back at you, my friend. I'll take the 15 yards. I don't. Bruce doesn't give a shit. I, you know, he know he doesn't care. No. G- give me the 15 yards. It was uh, yeah. I'm usually I usually you know call guys out for that. Like, come on, just act like you've been there. First of all, he hasn't, and second of well, all, he had can, the opportunity. Like been, to, he yes, had the opportunity to stick
1: it in his face just one time. I loved it. I thought it was Listen. outstanding. If you're gonna if you're gonna dish it, you got to be able to take it. If you're Tyree Kill, you throw up the deuces all the time. You got to be okay with it being thrown back at you, specifically in a big moment. Very quickly, though. Yeah, go ahead. Bruce Arians, Super Bowl first Super Bowl as a head coach. Yeah, oldest coach to ever win a Super Bowl, I believe. Yes, passing Uh, uh, Belichick. Listen. Congratulations to him. You know my feelings towards that family. Uh, I'm close with with Bruce's son, so a little bit of a uh, I was I had a rooting interest in that game yesterday. So congratulations to Bruce. I know a lot of Cardinals fans here uh, kind of hated seeing him win one, not in Arizona, but I think party had to be a little happy yeah, for Bruce. Dude, yesterday. I don't know Please. how you weren't. His mom, his ninety on. year old
0: mom's up at the, up at the top of the stands watching. How could you not be? You know, again, yeah. I t- I told we talked about this last week. You know, how are you going to feel if you're a Cardinal fan if Bruce wins another champion or wins a championship? Um, and I said, you shouldn't have any feeling at all. I'm sure you'll have some, you know, you feel some kind of way. But he, he left the Arizona Cardinals not because he had anything against the Cardinals. I think it was legitimately because of the health issues. His wife told him, listen, you're done. He was gone for a year. And like most football guys, where that's all they know, he got the itch and he had a great opportunity there to take over a football team that was, that was pretty talented and just needed a couple of tweaks. And uh, you shouldn't hold anything against Bruce Arians. I agree with you. I think you should be excited for Bruce. Can I, and can we be twe- excited? By
1: tweaks, did you mean removing 30 interceptions off of the yeah. roster? Is and that what been, you meant by, been by tweaks? putting
0: arguably the greatest quarterback of all time on said roster and, it, then it allowing, then yeah, and then allowing greatest quarterback of all time to also play GM. Like, hey, Gronk, who scored two touchdowns last night, why don't you come join the squad? Hey, Antonio Brown, who scored a touchdown last night, why don't you come join the squad? Give Tom Brady, I know he like did, you know, did a great job putting that team together, but give Tom Brady GM of the year. Um, can we also give praise to somebody who's not getting enough of it right now? top and I Yes. I said this at, remember our show after the NFC Championship game and I said everybody's talking about Tom Oh, Tommy going to his 10th Super Bowl oh, Tommy uh, and nobody was paying attention to what that defense did to the league's top scoring offense in the second half of the NFC Championship game. Yep, the league's top scoring offense shut them down and then you go to the what people feel might be the greatest offense of all time Granted, they had some offensive line issues, but absolutely shut them down. You know, and and I told you throughout the week that Todd Bowles, that defense, they're at their best when he's sending pressure and he's getting exotic with his calls and so forth. Um, They went the exact opposite route, I think knowing that the Chiefs were going to have issues up front, but also putting their linebackers and safeties in a position to bracket Tyreek Hill and bracket uh, Travis Kelsey the entire game, the entire game. And to their credit... Listen, they're not the first team to try to do this, but to their credit, they were able to do just that. I mean, They have so much speed in the linebacking yes, core Yes, they really do, and then you to have execute. to have it. That's 100% yeah. correct. You have to be able to be physical with Kelsey, match up with size, and you have to be able well, to... What's what David can do. Yeah, which you have to, and you have to have the speed at the linebacking core to keep up with them because most teams don't have the speed at the linebacker core, so you're either sitting in zone or you're putting a safety on him who's now undersized and outmatched, so... This isn't the first time a team has tried to do what the Bucks did to the Chiefs last night, but they're, they're, they're the team that's executed it the best. A lot of that had to do with the fact that the tackles were getting absolutely worked on the Chiefs' offensive line, so they didn't have to send much anything beyond four to get pressure. And then give credit to their whole linebacking corps was sensational last night. Their safeties were outstanding. The coverage they were out, they were able to put on Hill and and uh, and Kelsey. They had to work for everything they got. Kelsey actually wound up having a decent game from a statistical standpoint, but he he lacked those impact
1: plays, right? Kelsey we had dropped s- a couple dropped right? a dropped couple that would have yep. been huge. Tyreek Hill one hit him in the face mask early I know. in the first quarter, I think on the first drive. They yep. just, to your point about them being tight, they just were dropping things that you don't normally see they them were. drop. Like it and was it was a disaster. But usually, I mean well, listen, we've seen that team fall
0: behind how many times now and it still seems loose on the sideline and they come it back and they win the fight. it for yesterday. Did, from the get-go and I think they knew they were in for it. I think they knew they were in for a fight. And the trenches with the way they were beat up on the offensive line and what Tampa Bay is able to bring to the table I think they knew that that was going to be an issue uh but I mean if you look at their, their numbers last night Kelsey was targeted 15 times he did grab 10 of them for 133 yards but there were very few impact plays like like chunk plays 20 plus yarders you know it was it wasn't really that type of a game for them uh Tyreek Hill the same thing you had a 33-yarder and a 23-yarder. What? 33 yards uh, credited to Kelsey, 23 yards to Hill. Those are the only impact plays throughout the entire game. Now you have to tip your cap to what Todd Bowles, the linebackers, of, uh, especially. And I know we're going to talk about how, you know, the the front four got more pressure on Patrick Mahomes, quarterback pressures. You know, the official statistic than anybody in Super Bowl history. But it, that can't be done if the team behind, if the if the core behind him, the the front four isn't yeah, doing their it's job. A team effort. Because otherwise, you're going to hit the quick dumps off to, to to Hill and Kelsey and so forth, and have them turn it up. It was just a it was an outstanding effort defensively. I know Brady gets all the headlines, and he should. Seven Super Bowls, Seven incredible. Ten Super Bowl appearances, incredible.
1: Five um, Super Bowl MVPs, by the way. He
0: doesn't get to number 10, and he doesn't win number 7 without Todd Bowles and what that defense has yep. done in the NFC Championship game and and last night. They were sensational.
1: Also, real quick on, on a note that I've seen a lot of people bring up last night, and I'm glad that it's being brought to the forefront because the NFL, Sean, as you know, is a copycat league in so many ways, right? Yep. You, you see how teams build their staffs, build their rosters, and they try to emulate that. Bruce Arians, go look at that coaching staff. Go look at we we've had a conversation uh, the last couple of years and rightly so about the, the diversity in coaching staffs across the National Football League. Go look at that coaching staff in in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Diversity all across the board. Yep. You, you got women assistants, African Americans all throughout uh, that 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 coaching uh, tree that he's created there uh, in Tampa. That's a very important note that I don't want to get lost in, you know, Tom Brady 10 Super Bowl appearance, 7 Super Bowl Bruce winning his first. He said it in, in the in the post game when they handed him the Lombardi. This isn't mine. All those coaches, they worked. I didn't do a whole lot. Those coaches worked. Those players worked. And so credit where credit is due. Uh, I, I also thought, Sean, one of the things that in this football game that, you know, it was so important to see early on was Mahomes wasn't wasn't able to escape the pocket the way we normally see him on a regular basis, right? He, he was able to make plays here and there to extend drives and pick up first downs, but he was not able to escape and make those flashy plays that he is known and accustomed to making. He certainly tried. He made two throws that aren't going to count and probably aren't going to be remembered from this football game that, listen, if I need a quarterback to make a throw and to hit a spot down field, deal. Patrick Mahomes is the guy, okay? Falling down, being tripped, sidearms at like a shortstop trying to make a play to first base and hits this guy right on the hands guy drops it, but he hit his guy right on the hands. Absolutely incredible. But the, the moment this game was lost for me, Sean, for, if you're a Chiefs fan, was when he couldn't make plays. He couldn't do the the Russ magic, the, the Mahomes magic. He couldn't do that on a regular basis, and they couldn't run the football. They tried to get balance going in the second half when they were down, and they they, they found some some balance with Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but when you're down 31 to nine, you kind of have to throw the ball. You can't run your way back into the game, and they just could never find that balance, and Sean, when the second half started, I was looking around. I was like, "This game's over." Yeah, I was stunned like that that was what I was feeling, but like the game was over at that point. It really did.
0: Feel, it really did feel like it. I mean, you're you're not wrong. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, tip your cap to the Bucks. Now you move on to the. Uh, by the way, uh, DraftKings. I believe it's DraftKings already has the Kansas City Chiefs as the favorites to win the Super Bowl next year. So uh, they'll be back. They'll be. You know, who knows if they'll be back in the big game? But they'll be back. You know that team's not going anywhere anytime soon. So. Uh, tremendous season for the chiefs tip your cap to the tampa bay bucks the defense i thought was sensational tom brady gets his credit tom brady was great too right 21 to 29 Completion percentage was
1: awesome. Only threw Three for 200 in the first half. Yeah,
0: only had to throw for 201 yards, you know, because they were up
1: big right away. So, so when Leonard Fournette had that big chunk play for a he touchdown, Ronald did. Jones was gashing them left and right. Yep. They had the and balance And running hard, the too. Place. He was running yeah, hard. Leonard Fournette, free agent this, this offseason, he might have made himself a lot of money with this playoff run. Probably. The way that he played for this Tampa Bay team. <laughs> Probably. Uh, if he's not back there yep. in Tampa. Obviously, that is the big story in the lead here on the program, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, your Super Bowl champions, Tom Brady winning his seventh trophy. Coming up next on No Bowl with Chris Crespin and Simone, a lot of Cardinals ties to the coaching staff of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So what can this current Cardinals team learn from what we saw yesterday? We'll get into it next here on Noble with Chris Crespin and Simone.
0: But first, we got to let you know about Noble dot Earnhardt Auto Centers, and the Noble Express option. You've heard us. If you listen to this podcast for any amount of time, you've heard us talk about NoBull.com and the Noble Express option. It's an unbelievable experience if you're looking for that new vehicle, but you're still looking for social distancing options. The Noble Express option—they're going to bring a vehicle right to your front door. You can test drive it for the day. You can fill out the financial application. Once you're done with that, you can—you'll you, have your new ride. If it's not the the specific vehicle you test drove, but the one you fin—you finalize the the purchase. On- they're going to bring that right to your front door as well. You don't even have to leave your house for the Earnhardt commitment to world-class service and low prices that can't be beat. There's no other way around it. it's thousands of vehicles at your fingertips. Noble.com. Uh, you can browse the entire. The entire inventory of Earnhardt Auto Centers. Uh, they also still have the 19 Arizona locations, 21 dealerships, and 17 brands. So there's always an Earnhardt Auto Centers near you as well. Head over to Noble.com. Check out the Noble Express option. Earnhardt's a name you know you can trust. 69 year commitment from their family to yours. It's Earnhardt Auto Centers. Noble.com. The Noble Express option, and that ain't no bull.
1: Now, and I think the obvious extension point from the game yesterday when looking at the Arizona Cardinals and now the NFL at large entering next season is you try to compare yourself to the team that just reached the mountaintop, the team that just achieved what every player and coach and GM and owner's dream is, is to hoist that Lombardi trophy and to call yourself world champions. You try to compare yourself to that team. How far off are we from reaching the pinnacle? How far off are we from reaching the top of that mountain being able to hoist that Lombardi trophy? So I woke up this morning thinking, okay, Let's discuss where this Arizona Cardinals team is in comparison to where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers currently find themselves. And it's easy to obviously note the connections between the two teams. That coaching staff, Bruce Arians, Todd Bowles, Byron Lefwich, all have ties to the Arizona Cardinals. All were coaches here for the Arizona Cardinals for an extended period of time. So I think it's easy to look at that team and say, "Okay, what can the Cardinals had those guys in houses as coaches? What can we learn from this team? And Sean, honestly, it boils down to one thing and one thing only. You need to win in the trenches you need to have an offensive line that's able to protect your quarterback because at 43 tom brady didn't get pressured a whole lot last night was able to kind of do what he want and then on the other side of the ball if you have a front that can get after the quarterback you're going to make your defense's day a hell of a lot easier and those front four for tampa got pressure on Patrick Mahomes, 52% of, the, of his dropbacks. Over half the time he dropped back, Patrick Mahomes was fit, was facing pressure. The Cardinals need to, to, to make improvements in both of those areas if they want to set themselves on the trajectory uh, to, to becoming Super Bowl champions.
0: So you're, what you're saying is I have to be good at the football in the offensive line and the defensive line, that, yes. that's your that's your groundbreaking that is, assessment. That is my groundbreaking Na- analysis for NFL the football. The lines
1: need to be better for the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, <laughs> the lines need to be better. Listen, for- I know I'm not. I know I'm not coming up with you know time travel <laughs> answers here. I understand no. that. But, but Sean, you can understand the point I'm making. Watch the team last night. And, rem- and remember watching the Arizona Cardinals on a weekly basis. There's a big difference between the way that the, the quarterback is protected and the way that the, the Cardinals defense gets after the quarterback. There's just a difference, and they need to make up that ground. The, the
0: Cardinals offensive line, I thought, improved significantly from one year ago to this past season, and a lot of that has to do with Kyler Murray, um, his understanding of the offense, when to get rid of the football, where can I escape, you know, all of that. Uh, remember they had 50 sacks the year before, That number decreased significantly. I'm looking at... Pro football focuses list their rankings of offensive lines from last year. The Arizona Cardinals were twelfth. It's not like they have a it's not like their offensive line performed terribly, right? I mean, their their offensive line was just fine. Defensively, I thought they got they found they they manufactured ways to get after the quarterback, especially after Chandler Jones went down. Remember how many guys was it, fifteen guys had had sacks, I believe the number Ooh. was on the Arizona Cardinals last year. So, you know, I, I I don't know if those are two areas of extreme importance for the Arizona Cardinals. All all obviously. You can always improve in both of those areas, and I think every team in the league is always looking to improve across the offensive line and the defensive line because you're right. I don't care how much changes in the NFL, that's still where you're going to win and lose football games the majority of the time. Can you get pressure with sending four? Can you protect it on the other side and keep your quarterback upright, give him an opportunity to throw the football? That's always going to be the focal point. Uh, but, yeah, you saw, you saw last night. It was a great example, Schubert, of – when a team doesn't have it, I don't care how great your quarterback is. I don't care how great your uh, your your weapons are if you can't protect the quarterback and you're playing against a team that can flat out bring it like the Tampa Bay Bucks, it's going to be a long it's night. It's going to be a long night. You saw it last night for the best in the game. So, uh, no, you're not wrong. I mean, if you want to be on if you want to be in a level like for instance, the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line was one spot better ranked to, according to Pro Football Focus than the Cardinals who were who were they were 12, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, hmm. were 11. So, I bet- and that line work in the Super Bowl it didn't work out so great, you know. But uh, you you know you you have to you have to improve in that area every single year. It should be a focal point every year. The Tampa Bay Bucs, by the way, fifth on that list. They were they were okay, number so five. five. offensive line. Uh, New England was four. Rams were three. Green Bay Packers two. Uh, Cleveland Browns one. What do you, what do all those teams outside of the Patriots have in common? They were all in the they playoffs all playoff and all teams. playing deep. So um, yeah, yeah, offensive line is always going to be important. I think the Arizona Cardinals, though, it's not an, it's not necessarily at the top of my list of where they need to improve. I think. Obviously, you can improve. You were 12th according to this list that I'm looking at. But um, it's not the first thing I jump to this offseason if I'm the Cardinals. That's that's for sure.
1: Well, you're, you're you're potentially going to lose one of the major reasons why you were able to get pressure last season in Hassan Reddick, right? So, I mean, it, it does ultimately kind of become an issue if he doesn't come back because now you yeah. really just have Chandler Jones as your sole source of getting after the quarterback. And, yes, I agree with you that there are other – there are other ways in, in which this Cardinals team, overall, but specifically the defense, needs to improve and where they need to get talent. But, 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 Sean, I, I just well, I'm watching the game last night, and of course I have this this prism, this lens on of like, hmm, imagine if the Cardinals were playing in this football game, and I and I and I try to put the Cardinals in the position of either of these two teams, and I'm like, they are sorely behind in so many different areas. They are they they need to make up so much ground in so many areas that it's going to take a long time for them to get on this track. And spot number one for me was the lines have been a problem for years now. This isn't just a one-year thing that I've, that I've come up with here and it's an isolated incident to 2020. They've been trying to build a competent offensive line for the last five years.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I think that's, they've, they've kind of turned a corner there in the last couple of years, right? I mean, Humphreys. Yes. And no, yes. And on the, no. On the edges there, I don't think they've played. I mean, Humphreys has come around in the last couple of years to be a pretty solid left tackle. Um, you know, I I don't again. I don't think I don't look at the offensive line like it's a major issue for the Cardinals. I mean, do you? Is that is that really? I mean, I think you can upgrade. Obviously, I think you can upgrade at the guard positions. I think you you know can probably upgrade at center. Um, you can you can up you can upgrade any position. I, I I don't think it's a major setback for them. Like if I'm in the latter
1: at- part of the year, it was it was it was troubling. Right, and and and, and I could I could I could see an argument. In in which somebody said, well, Kyler was hurt and he was trying and they were trying to do a lot late in the season and they were trying to make things happen. That's fine. I understand that. And and I think that's a very reasonable position to have that at that point. Kyler wasn't 100 percent. I don't think it's a fair evaluation point. So, yes. and, And again, I'm not I'm not saying that they're they're where they were two, three years ago. They're not. They have improved. And Kyler taking less sacks overall because some of those are on him has greatly improved this team. But I still think there is a lot of room for them to improve to even compete in their own division. Right? right? And they they're staring across two times a year from Aaron Donald. Two times a year, there's a Bosa staring at them. Right? I mean, these are issues that they have to confront, and I don't know if they're well equipped to do that. That's they, I think that's my concern. They can improve at every position.
0: But when I what I, the, if, if we're to, if we're going to go down, I think how you started this segment is what's the difference between the Arizona Cardinals and what we saw last night, and if you're if you're comparing them against the team that won the football game, I think what I talked about earlier. Uh, defensively, your ability at the at the linebacker position to cover the way they did, be physical the way they were, your the way the secondary was able to play against some of the more talented offensive weapons in the in the NFL, that was the biggest difference for me you know and I know that they, there's there's news today from a report on that's going around uh, online that Patrick Peterson, Will, uh, will not be with the Arizona Cardinals next year unless something significant changes. Apparently they're on gone completely different um, levels of where they you know their comfortability of comfortability of coming back next year. I'm guessing that's money. <laughs> so unless that changes, Patrick Peterson won't be back. That to me is the biggest area. Like if I'm looking at the two teams, what's the biggest difference between the team that won the Super Bowl last night, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Arizona Cardinals? I don't necessarily go jump to the offensive line or the defensive line. Uh, especially with the Chandler Jones there, I look. I look at the secondary. I look at the linebackers overall. I look at the um, the 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 step forward that you want from Isaiah Simmons in year two needs to happen. Um, that that's that's what I'm looking at. Your linebackers, your secondary, not even remotely close to what the Tampa Bay Bucks are able to roll out. Not many teams have what the Tampa Bay Bucks are able to roll out yesterday. So it's not an indictment of the Arizona Cardinals. But if we're going to talk about the biggest differences between the NFC representative that won the Super Bowl and you. Those, those on the defensive side. That, that's for me. That's the biggest difference. That's by you mentioned far. That report,
1: you mentioned that report. I believe it's coming from a reporter from FanSided. I don't have mm-hmm. the actual report or tweet in front of me, but I, the gist of it was that uh, this this person, this reporter, had talked to a source uh, who said that barring a, a significant change in stances, I believe was the phrase that the, the two sides would part ways. And the immediate way that I took that was Patrick Peterson wants way too much money in comparison to what the Cardinals are willing to, to pay to bring him back. And, and Sean, at that point, I think your phone is buzzing on your table. I think the Arizona Cardinals want to know if you can play corner for them next year uh, because they don't have a lot of options at that point if Patrick Peterson is no longer uh, in their future plans. And, And listen, we can we can get into a conversation on whether or not it's time for Patrick Peterson and the Arizona Cardinals to move on. I think that's a separate conversation from one in which if they do move on, they don't have anybody else in that room. They, they that number sixteen in the first round I've talked about trading back trading out of that spot you're gonna have to sit and take a corner there okay you you're gonna have to you're gonna have to fill that position because I don't know where else you're going to do it Right, we looked at the free agent market, Sean, before the show. And in the price range that we think is going to be comfortable for the Arizona Cardinals, there are going to be guys that I think are going to choose to go to play play for more winners. I mean, like Xavier Rhodes in Indy is a free agent this year. I think he could be a good fit here in Arizona. I don't think he's leaving Indy. Is, is Indy. is Indy not going to want to re-sign that guy? I mean, right. they, they can go to a Super Bowl if they figure out the quarterback situation. So I, mean, I think that you know it's going to be really tough for them to be able to replace that production. And, and just add it to the list, Sean, I think, of, of things that the Cardinals are going to have to address defensively in this offseason. I think that list is growing. And if Patrick Peterson is truly going to be, if they're going to go in a different direction, then I think it's not in pencil; it's in sharpie on on the list. Corners, corners, number one. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it the first thing is. they. I think they need to address. I mean, right. I, I know I, I like I, I just said that the lines are important, and I still think they are. But if Patrick Peterson is going to walk out the door, you got to fi- you got to figure that out first before you can address any. At least at least on the lines, you have things that you feel confident in. Right, yeah. DJ Humphreys, like we mentioned, Chandler Jones on the other side of the ball. I have staples there that I can then work around. Still needs to be worked on, but I can work with. Secondary, Byron Murphy. Maybe you bring back Drake Kirkpatrick. I mean, he's a
0: he's a free agent too. I mean, I and and we've brought this up a handful of times. I don't know where you're going there, especially and and I said this: the first domino that needs to fall because it's going to dictate what you do draft wise, your first you know where you're looking ballpark in terms of uh, free agency is going to be Patrick Peterson you know if mm-hmm. if, he, if if you if you bring him back okay what's left now we look at Hassan Reddick now we you know if if you don't bring him back you're looking at Hassan Reddick but you're also looking for a way to replace some kind of production at the corner position what ballpark do you think you're playing in you know in terms of finding a corner in free agency as well cuz that's i mean i i just don't know with the, with your financial situation where you're at i think you're going to have to do this through the draft
1: i've told have i have i explained to you how i think the cardinals are going to create more cap space i figured it out i figured it out uh, you mentioned it earlier let me what is it again where were you what were you doing so so here's what here's what's going to happen chandler jones i believe is a free agent at the end of this year right he's got one year left on his deal so let me ask you this hypothetical question sean do you think the Cardinals are going to want to bring Chandler Jones back to their team for the next couple of years? Do you think that's something that they're going to be uh, heavily interested in? Yeah, most teams probably would like to have a Chandler Jones. Okay. So I asked you a hypothetical in the pre-show. How many years would you like to add on to a contract extension? You said three. If you wanted to go four, fine. We'll use four for the sake of this example. What the Cardinals are going to end up doing, everybody, and I'm, I'm surprised I didn't I didn't put this connect this dot together sooner, but they're going to approach Chandler Jones about a contract extension, and they'll add four, three or four years or however many years they ultimately decide onto the contract current deal which has one year left on it and in doing so if they extend him they'll probably rework this year and lower his cap number in some way i'll leave that to the cap gurus who know how that works i still don't understand um, any any most of how they can change cap numbers by making stuff bonuses and moving money around like, listen it's 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 big brain level stuff that I'm just I, I just don't have the capacity to understand at this stage uh, of my media career uh, somebody will explain it to me someday but what they'll do is they'll, they'll restructure the contract lower the cap number in year one and then kick kick into a contract in year two. So I think they could create upwards of $10 million in cap space potentially in in restructuring a deal. And all of a sudden you jump from 13 to 23 or so in cap space. And then all of a sudden, I think some moves become more realistic and then we feel a little bit better. And then if they restructure a couple of other deals or they cut some guys or or trade some guys, do whatever, they can create, you know, maybe 30, 35, $40 million in cap space. So I think we could get there, Sean. We've talked about how are they going to create the cap space? I think I figured it out. I think I've mapped it out for the Cardinals.
0: All right. Well, I mean, if they're able to do so, great. But I still don't know where, what ball – you know, it's it's great to look at – at this time of year to look at the list of free agents that are out there. Uh, I understand that I – mean,
1: I, I know I'm doing it with my team.
0: I understand that the majority of those guys are not even going to be available because they're going to re-sign with the teams that they're already on. Something that we've been talking about, how are the Arizona Cardinals even going to do that with the talent they had last year? Mm-hmm. How are they going to bring it back with where they're at? Um, you know, teams like the Colts who have $60 million in cap space available, they're not going to lose him he's not you know Rhodes isn't going anywhere so there he's he's, he's going to be a cult so that list that looks nice right now like oh we'll be able to replace some talent based off this free agency list no as soon as march you know back bef- before you even get to the, the the new league year you can negotiate with your, your no current...
1: no you have to wait for legal tampering no period, no you have to wait for the legal tampering sorry period, about okay? that
0: yeah uh no, but please. you're you're uh you that list isn't going to be anywhere near what it looks like right now so if you're the arizona cardinals Replacing a Patrick Peterson is going to be easier said than done. Regardless of what you open up in cap space.
1: Coming up next on Noble with Chris Crespin and Simone. With yesterday's seventh Super Bowl victory, did Tom Brady answer a question that we've been asking for a long time now? We'll get into it next here on Noble with Chris Crespin and Simone. But first, I have to tell you about our friends over at Manscaped and gentlemen, Valentine's Day right around the corner. Make sure you're ready for wherever the night may take you. Our friends over at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming, they are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day two million men already trusting manscape products to groom make sure you're one of them why don't you start with the perfect package 3.0 led by the revolutionary third generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer with the advanced skin safe technology the cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents waterproof makes it, prevents that mess on the bathroom floor and in the sink. Then you have the crop preserver, the crop reviver, and then the Manscaped new refined cologne, the same signature signature scent that is in all of Manscaped formulas. Uh, this cologne, the perfect complement to the collection. Head over to manscaped.com, use the promo code NOBULL, and you're going to get 20% off and free shipping. So head over to manscaped.com. Check out everything, the Perfect Package 3.0, lawnmower 3.0, the cologne, the Preserver, the Reviver. Check all that stuff out. And then when you check out, use promo code NOBULL, and you will get 20% off and free shipping. Your balls will thank you. Well, Sean Crespin, I think yesterday potentially settle the debate that a lot of people have been having a debate that we can never actually truly answer, which is why it's so much fun to have which one was it Brady or was it Belichick (laughs) who mattered more to all those championships Mm. in New England because Mm -hmm. now Tom Brady has gone out on his own. He's left for different pastures. He's gone to, to to see a different part of America, a different part of the country, and he brought a championship to Tampa Bay. So, I mean, clearly that settles it. I mean, the, Bill Belichick missed the playoffs, went 7-9. and nine. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. I mean, I, that's it. End of discussion. We can just we can just wrap up the show here. Yeah, because that's how it works.
0: That's how it works. I got you all riled up in our pre-show uh, discussion, which I do all the time when we talk football, by the way. I it's like pushing unbelievable. your buttons. It's a I like pushing basis. your buttons. Um, and I'm going to throw this out there, and this might not be a very popular opinion. All right? I think you have an idea of right. where I'm going. Yeah, right. and I'm
1: not taking anything away from. Yeah, Tom you are. Brady. No, no, no. Listen, first of all, first of all, listen, everybody. He's just saying that to then be able to come in with <laughs> no. the, but listen, like it's coming. So just there be has prepared. been
0: there has been a discussion since before the Super Bowl. You and I even had it off off the air of Patrick Mahomes. Could he be the guy that catches Tom Brady in terms of of Super Bowl victories and so forth? Right, and I say no. Heck, I would have said no even if Patrick Mahomes wins or had won last night. And the reason being, not only is Tom Brady great, understand that I'm saying not only is Tom Brady great, understand how many things had to go his way to get to where he is right now in the ultimate team sport. All right, it's, it, I'm not saying Tom Brady's not great, but if you look back at all the years in New England, First of all, the coaching staff is what it is. We all can agree, Bill Belichick, arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. So you have that going for you. No offense to you as as a Jets fan, Schubert, but that division that he played in for 20 years in New England, hot garbage 75-80% of the time, there was nobody in the way. Jets, Dolphins, Bills, no. They're going to walk to a division title, which they did every year. I'm not saying it's their fault, and I'm not saying that they weren't great, but they were going to walk to a division title every year. They had six wins handed to them every year. They were going to get a first-round bye in the playoffs every single year. So it was just kind of there for Understand how many things, in order to get to ten Super Bowls, have to go your way. Health-wise, he only had the one major injury. He had the leg injury, and the league went, holy crap, we have to change the rules now. Um, They didn't do it for Carson Palmer, but they did it for Tom Brady, same injury. anyway, how many things have to go your way in order to make it to ten Super Bowls? That's why it'll never be reached again. Tom, I'm not saying Tom isn't great. I'm not. So don't try to tell you. Know, that's why. That's those are the buttons I pushed of years earlier in pre-show. Tom is sensational. Tom is amazing. But how many things have to go your way to get to seven to ten Super Bowls, and then by the way, win seventy percent of those?
1: <laughs> okay.
0: An awful lot. And that's why nobody will ever reach what Tom Brady's been able to do. The longevity. First of all, you have to be great like Tom. But then the longevity, things have to break your way. He's on the Patriots for that many years. The first year he's removed from the Patriots, he's on the most complete football roster in the NFC. You know, And let's be real. Let's be real. They weren't playing yesterday if it wasn't for Todd Bulls in the defense. Things have to break your way to get to a Super Bowl. Ask Aaron Rodgers, ask Drew Brees, ask Peyton Manning. So many things broke his way. We will never have another quarterback in those positions to have those things break their way. Not only do you have to be great, but then you have to have things break your way the way they have for Tom Brady. And I'm not saying he's not great, so don't hit me up. Just saying, it's you can't even argue it. How many things had to go his way for him to get to 10 Super Bowls? We'll never see it again. I don't care if Patrick Mahomes would have won last night. We'll never see it again. Not Patrick Mahomes, not the Chiefs. No, it'll never happen again. So many things broke his way. We'll never see it. So just accept it. Enjoy the greatness of it all. Enjoy the amazing numbers that we're seeing. Enjoy the history, if you're a historian of the game like myself. But understand, Tom is great, but we'll never see it again, not just because nobody is as great as Tom. We'll never see it again because of how many things had to break his way for it to get
1: there. I, I just – the blasphemy that you would attempt to diminish. I'm not Tom diminishing Brady. You, you are. No, Tom no, Brady. no. You, you are. You are I'm diminishing telling it you by why saying, we're never going to see it again. No, 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 you're diminishing it because you're saying that Tom Brady got to all of these things. He got to play in 10 Super Bowls because he's talented, but he also had all of these other things go his way. And I'm here to tell you that – I listen as a Jets fan. I understand, man. They they just ran through the AFC you're East on a yearly beaten basis, beaten down guess, by Tom Brady into submission. But guess what? That's all this. But is. guess what? Guess what? Aaron Rodgers has run roughshod over the NFC North. The NFC North stinks. Right. Things sucks. So don't give me that. Oh, Tom Brady played me, in an easy division. Peyton Manning, the AFC South was was garbage. Let me, the throw, this let me throw this out they there. Let me throw this out there. They all they all had divisions that were when you're that great and yeah. your teams are that great. You have the advantage. Absolutely, so, you do. Li- listen, if you're gonna if you're gonna say that Tom Brady had all of these things go his way, then you need to be as equally as critical on the other side okay. of Aaron Rodgers for only yeah. having one. Sure, when you know you, you as the only quarterback in NFL history to
0: throw three touchdowns in three losses in the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers. You can't. You know, things have to go. Things have to go. For you, things have to break of course, your way. You,
1: listen, you play the, the hands. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron But yeah, it's, not if, you it's not as if Tom Brady's. He hand, was handed aces. If, no, but see, but see, that's the argument that I that I don't that I don't buy. Tom Brady's deck didn't have fifty six cards with four extra aces in it. Like it, it, that's not how it works. Tom Brady had I, the same fifty two card deck that I, everybody else did. He's just that much better than everybody okay, else. Okay, so that, that's that but, was going to
0: be my question. You 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 honestly believe there is no quarterback in the last twenty years that has been his equal? In terms of talent,
1: okay. What what do you? We need to have it. We need to come to an agreement here on the show of what mm-hmm. you mean by talent. Well, because, because Patrick Mahomes, been... Patrick Mahomes has more arm talent in just the two throws I saw yesterday right. than I've ever seen Tom Brady in his entire Correct. career. Correct. So yes, I, I, and more mobility. Fine.
0: Right, And Tom's never been the most... I mean, he's an, he's an accurate, he's an incredible it's, thrower of no, the football. T- no
1: two quarterbacks are crazy the same. right? No, and, no so, two quarterbacks play so the position the same. There's, you're the guys telling me nobody...
0: In tw- I get that. It's the ultimate team sport. The guy just finished sport. off what I think is it the is most the,
1: impressive Super Bowl run of his
0: career. It is the ultimate team sport.
1: No, I'm not, I'm not saying that it was Tom Brady Can't and Tom on Brady on alone. I'm not saying that. But you're making the case that Tom Brady, somehow, the dealer slipped him an extra ace so he could win the pot and that i think exactly that's exactly what i'm saying that is what i think exactly that's a ridiculous i'm, saying. I'm not
0: saying anybody slipped him anything intentionally it's just dude he, he wound up with the greatest coaching staff of all time
1: he winds up on the, you know, the, he leaves okay, there and then he goes and then he goes elsewhere and, and he lands on the most. And he but no, that's the most, not enough. We have to come up with more things. Oh, no, no, well, no. I'm not, I'm not diminishing anything too. from him. I'm Who just are. saying dimin- there's nobody will. No, of, of my, the, whole of this, of my whole point of the conversation,
0: my whole point of the conversation is nobody will do what nobody will be able to reach the accomplishment that he has reached, not only because of just talent. Because of how many things had to break his way. And it's not a knock on him. It's just the reality of knock it. Because by saying things had to break his way, you're inherently... No, no, no. no I didn't say things had to break his way. I said he got to 10 because things did break his way. But at
1: what point in the graph yes. does it does it go from things breaking his way to this guy's just that good? Because clearly he ten is, is not enough for you Dude. to to, to, <laughs> to clear that echelon. There's there's so many things. First of all, you got to give him credit for the way
0: he takes care of himself and his body to even be able to play this long with the limited amount of injuries that he's had. You got to give him a ton of credit for that, right? That's step number one. But it's it's <laughs> my whole point is not that Tom Brady Tom Brady isn't great. My point is we will never see this again.
1: I know, not I only, agree with that point. Not, be, not, this is where not because
0: me. not because other quarterbacks aren't equally as talented or capable as a Tom Brady. We will never see this again mainly because the way the NFL is structured and set up. You'll never see it again because the the longevity is almost impossible that Tom Brady has been able to accomplish that's a credit to him. But the 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 teams that he were, that he has been a part of, the coaching mm-hmm. staffs he's been a part of and why? Not many players. And another credit. Another credit to him. He took less money because he constantly majority, restructured yes, his contract. Another and What to is him. my
1: biggest criticism of today's quarterbacks yeah. and the way teams are structured? I'm with you. Because those contracts are too big. I'm with you. So, so another credit again, to him. You, you act. You act I'm, as if like the, the, the first two things you mentioned are directly Brady related. Taking
0: less money doesn't equal talent. Just because you took less money doesn't mean I'm now more talented than Pete Manning. But, but, but you get what taking, I'm saying. But, I'm talking no, 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 about. But I do.
1: But taking less money doesn't change the fact. Like your argument is things things broke his way. Yeah. You, you don't think they you don't think that that's a negative thing to say? No. I, I am pushing no. back on you on that. Not but, only do you, But he's him one of restructuring the Restructuring his contract didn't break his way. He con- He made that choice. I agree. I agree. He should get credit for that. That he shouldn't does. be. That shouldn't be. Oh, things broke he does, his way. If we're talking. The reason about, why those rosters were so good was because he did that. Well, that's partly. a direct result yeah. of him.
0: Partly. But the, I'm telling you, again, the whole point of the conversation was they were bringing it up last night on the broadcast, Tony Romo and them were, about stuff. catching up to Tom Brady. And I, I'll tell you right now, it is not a talent thing. People won't catch up to Tom Brady and has nothing to do with, with whether or not we're going to see another quarterback come through the pike that is as, as, as equally as a talented as Tom Brady. That has nothing to do with it. We will. I believe there's quarterbacks in the game right now equally as good as Tom Brady in every way. In every way. But we won't see them make it to 10 Super Bowls. And we won't see them win 70% of those 10 Super Bowls. Because of how many things have to break your way in the National Football League. It's not just a talent thing. Tom Brady is great. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But, we're, but to answer the question that, that, that uh, was brought up on the broadcast last night of a player ever reaching Tom Brady's accomplishments. The answer is no. And it's not because we won't see another quarterback as equally as capable as him. There's a lot of things that have to break your way in the in the National Football League, and I know that's not a popular take today, especially on the day the day after he, he made it. By but it is it is the absolute truth, and it is a no, that is a isn't. correct statement. Couldn't disagree with this more. That is a Could correct with statement.
1: This more. I think I've refuted it a couple of times now, but I do I do want to agree with the first part of what you said. And because I got frustrated listening to the broadcast last night, of they showed a shot of Patrick Mahomes on the sideline with about three or four minutes left. I think it might have been it might have been with less time on the clock. Yeah. But Tony Romo made the made the, the the comment of oh he'll be back, and I got frustrated because one I I love Tony Romo and I thought what a what a weird thing for Tony to say one. He spent his entire career searching to get to a Super Bowl, and he didn't do it. That's not a shot at Tony. It's just incredibly hard to do so. And two, like, have we not learned from this? Like, have we not learned? And I'll use the same examples I used. Aaron Rodgers has been to one. Russell Wilson is still trying to get to his third. Ben Roethlisberger has been to what, two? Yeah, three. Peyton Manning got to to three. Peyton Manning Manning got got to three, three. only one, One, two. two. Yep. Okay. Drew Brees got to
0: two. Brett Favre got to two, one, one.
1: Okay, so I don't think it's outlandish to be the guy in the room who raises my raises the hand and goes, "Mahomes might not get to another one. No. He might. He might and, get and to another one, but he also proving, might not."
0: You're proving my. No, I'm point not proving your point. Right now, I'm
1: just I'm just stating that it's incredibly <laughs> difficult to no. Because here's the difference between you and I. Because I I'm saying that it's incredibly difficult to get to more to more than two, but I'm giving more of the credit to Tom Brady than you're willing to give. No, that's no, the difference between you and I. You're incorrect there. I'm not saying Tom Brady is not phenomenal more credit this, more credit needs to be given than things broke his way I'm to not, 10 super bowls and seven championships dude you have it, to have,
0: it just so does. so you you just told me how difficult it is that there's a chance patrick mahomes never gets back to another super bowl uh true or false patrick mahomes right now is a more capable football player than tom brady
1: i agreed 100 okay so then you prove my point no, I'm not, I haven't proved your point because your point is things, things, have, broke to his way. The reason, things have the reason to why the, way. The, the, the reason why the Chiefs won't go to go, won't make it to another Super Bowl. If they don't make it to another Super Bowl, is because they have an extremely talented quarterback that they paid a ton of money and they're not going to be able to, to bring back the same roster that took them to three straight AFC championship games and to back-to-back Super Bowls. Yes. Yes. Guess what? Tom things... Brady's never run into that problem because Tom Brady structures his contracts. Differently. Okay. check mark for Tom Brady.
0: <laughs> you're just not I don't know I think we're saying the same thing we're just not like for instance Dan Marino making it to one wasn't okay. great no, wasn't a great was.
1: wasn't a great player the, okay isn't this one is, of the this best football you know was the best throwers of the football you, ever you you're taking you're taking pot shots at Brady because of the top no. you still haven't gotten over it you still haven't gotten right. over it and you're using the platform. we're gonna be here transparent to, here then there might be a little shot. bit of that buried deep bias. but
0: everything I've said is 100% accurate to get to a Super Bowl, things have to break your way okay. significantly. Okay. True or false?
1: I'll ask. No, okay. I, you listen. Of course, the, of course, things need to so go under, in your favor. So,
0: so the but, way, so the reason we're never going to see what Tom Brady has accomplished is not only just the talent or the willingness to take less to have more around him. It is. It has a lot. It has a lot to do with things that are out so of your why, control. Then a lot. So to then, do why it with. did it work for Tom and not for anybody else? What do for he, more was, talented he quarterbacks. was he was the only quarterback on that particular roster and and having the, I'm telling you I mean shoot they won 11 games with Matt Castle. You know let's let's not forget that. I'm <laughs> no, not saying I, is, I'm not I saying, boil. You're, you're 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 telling me that I'm I'm taking shots at the man but I'm you not You are because here I'm answer not. this
1: question. Is he the greatest of all time? No. Not in so my, and this is okay. This is why I don't like this argument because that's why you're making this argument because, because you don't think he's the no, greatest. I, look, I do.
0: See, I, and that's fine. I look at things completely different. The most complete quarterback in my lifetime is Peyton Manning. Okay, the 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 another 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 quarterback would be Joe Montana. The, as terms of just complete so, quarterbacks, Joe helped change the game. Peyton Manning helped change the game. Peyton Manning is a completely yeah so in terms of right, capabilities I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to throw
1: some at the wall here and see if this yes makes, go ahead on, just go with me here mm-hmm. i agree with we got to wrap this su- up yeah we do have yeah. to wrap this up because we we're we've gone off on a complete yes. tangent i agree with you that super bowls are a terrible metric to determine who is the greatest correct. i agree correct but but when you make it to 10 and you win seven i'm going to put a little bit more stock into that I there agree. is a line there is a line that I when agree. you reach it kind of changes the equation so yes He's won more championships than any other quarterback. That's not the be-all end-all. When you make it to ten and you win seven, you're the greatest of all time. You just are. You 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 just are.
0: I can't I can't say that. I can't because of the. You know how I feel about the game. It's the same argument. I guess I'm having the same argument with you right now that I have when you start to bring your stupid nerd alert analytics into my sport. When, that, that they don't belong there. There's too much context to the to the situation. There's too many variables. There's too many. things. Then shut down the Hall of Fame. Nobody gets in because <laughs> it's a team not, game. No. Nobody's allowed to be no, individually recognized. No, no, no. Because it's a team game. I'm not saying that. But unbelievable. You, you just have to be able to use your eyes, like you know, like. And you know what my eyes have seen? Seven championships, yeah. ten Super Bowls, five he's, Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah, he's sensational. To wrap this up, because we've taken this way too far, uh, he's he's sensational. But understand that the reason we will never see this again is not only the fact that he's a sensational quarterback, but how many things had to break his way for us to get here. I know people don't want to hear that, but that is 100% the truth. That's my final stance
1: um i'm gonna make a very weird transition to close up the show because while we were watching the super bowl yesterday um, and this news kind of hits close to home here for all of us here in arizona we learned the unfortunate passing of espn baseball reporter uh pedro gomez and you saw the outpouring of support and the stories that everybody had told and it's a huge loss for the baseball community for family friends loved ones and just everybody here in arizona uh, pedro gomez just an icon here and, and sean i was telling you a story that i i hadn't told uh in the pre-show that my first year when I was at Arizona State, and I'm only telling this story because you saw all the stories that everybody told of just how great of a man Pedro was. And I just wanted to add mine uh, to the list here to just show the experience that I had with Pedro. Uh, First year at Cronkite, I went to an ASU baseball game with a bunch of buddies. And, and, you know, listen, kids go to the game. They want Paul Goldschmidt's autograph. You know, they want to meet the players. They want to do all that stuff. We noticed Pedro there, journalism student. Pedro's a guy that we watched growing up, cover the game. Shouted him out, said hello. He kind of waved back comes over a couple of minutes later, starts chatting us up, talks to us for about five, 10 minutes. Asks us, you know, where we going to Cronkite? All that kind of stuff. We got into a full-blown conversation. He didn't have to do that. He's there covering a game. He's there doing his job. He's there covering the Dimebacks or whatever story he was doing that night. Took some time out of his day to talk to us, some young uh, up-and-coming aspiring journalist. That story has stuck with me forever, one of my first years at Cronkite. So that was my only interaction with Pedro. But to all of the stories that you've heard about what a great man he was and a great character he had, I, I can raise my hand and personally attest to it. And it's just a, it's a huge, huge loss.
0: Yeah, you know, I didn't cover a lot of baseball with the Diamondbacks and from in the media standpoint, but a handful and enough, right? And you're around. and if, So if you're in Arizona, you you had some some interactions with Pedro. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a ton. I didn't know him very well, you know, like a lot of my friends do. Um, I didn't know him. He'd come on the radio show a lot, you know, but it was always just an, an unbelievable guy. Uh, super nice, like you just mentioned. Um, one of those guys that always felt Just always happy, you know? Yeah, Uh, very much so. So, yeah, we lost a good one, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, so it was very, very unfortunate news to learn that during the game. It, it kind of threw everything off for me because, you know, you're watching this game that's supposed to be this joyous occasion and we get this this unfortunate news. So our thoughts uh, to, to his family and his loved ones and to everybody in the baseball community mourning the loss. That is going to do it for us here. You can always follow the show on Twitter at Noble underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Shoe Radio. You can follow Sean on Twitter at Crespin 2 Tell him why he's wrong uh, for his Tom Brady related take earlier in the program um rate follow subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast and we will be back on wednesday have a good one